remember that. Also remember in the month of August is our big push month. Uh, we're going to be, if there's three ways to win. You can win uh, both, uh, the, the mo 50, or I don't know what their prize is. I started, I put my foot in my mouth. I dropped back. Okay. The Our deacon and trustee are putting together there a prize that you can win for the most van riders. And there's also a prize, a $50 cash prize for the person that has the most kids here that does not go to another church and everything for the month. And then there's the most visitors for the month. That's a $50 gift certificate to a local restaurant. So there's three ways to win. Can a person win all three? Absolutely. You know, you did, they just, you know, you have no problem at all on that. So the big push starts today. So uh, because August 1st is uh, what, Tuesday? Ain't that right? Yeah. And uh, y'all be in prayer for uh, my daddy. He'll be having uh, surgery on uh, on his, the veins in his neck that leads to his heart. Uh, they'll have uh, that. Uh, surgery will be Thursday. Um, just to let everybody know, I will not be around uh, if anything happens or if you need to get in touch with somebody, call Brother W.A. Uh, or Brother Dabs or Brother Young um, and everything like that. And they'll be glad to help out. And if there's a visit or something like that needs to be made, they'll take care of all that while I'm gone down uh, to be with Daddy. So um, uh, just let everybody know that I'll be out of the kind of out of way down there in the Wilmington area where it's hot. Oh, it's hot. But anyway, I just pray that the air conditioning works. Y'all say amen. And uh, don't forget about uh, our Bible conference with Brother Bo Wagner coming up in the month of August as well. August 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, 7 o'clock nightly. I do know right now that on Wednesday night, we're going to probably have a bunch of people here because there's a lot of churches. I've been told that it's probably going to move their services over. Um, so I'm looking forward to that and I'm looking forward to, uh, uh, always hearing brother Bo and everything like that. He always brings an interest and touch, uh, to what he does. And, uh, I appreciate him and his friendship and don't forget the last Saturday in September will be the cruise in that we're having. Um, that's going to start around 10 and it'll go through to around two. Uh, food. Uh, the food will be uh, sold by the ladies of the church for the ladies uh, um, their, for their mission work or, or whatever they, they got. Anyway, they'll be serving hot dogs, ham, uh, hot dogs and uh, potato chips, stuff like that. Um, looking forward to um, a good day. That we'll be giving away trophies, uh, first, second, and third place trophies. And if you know somebody that has a old hot rod, Preferably from the 80s on down. I don't want to see no 1999 car or whatever. That ain't no classic. Show me something. Show me some muscle cars from the day. So, yes, ma'am. That's fine. Yeah. We got church the next day, and I'm not killing the people, our people. So if they want to come between 10 and 2, that's fine. If they don't, you know, I mean, I just don't want to, I mean, 
we were worn out enough between 9.30 and 2 o'clock yesterday from uh, VBS. So, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm, at the, I'm at the belief God's going to put who he wants here. So that's, that's I know that, like I said, and change is good, Sister Lynn. Change is good. So, you know, I'm just going we already got this thing ironed out. It's already been talked about and everything like that. It's in the community. Flyers haven't been made yet, but they're coming. So we're going to go with what we got. And uh, and we can tell them there's no entry fee. All they got to do is bring their car. When they want to leave, we'll drop the gate, and they can drive out and go. I mean, I, I, that's how I'm going to look at it. They don't want to wait for a trophy. That's fine, too. Somebody's going to get a first, second, and third place prize or trophy. Amen? So, you know. Probably going to have judging somewhere in the 1 o'clock hour, you know, and uh, everything like that. So that way, when they're ready to go, they can go. The reason I was doing morning, because a lot of times, thunderstorms come in the afternoon, and those guys do not like thunderstorms with those cars. So they don't even, exactly, they don't want water touching those cars. Birthdays, who's had a birthday? There are no birthdays, okay? Anniversaries! No matter how exciting you get, you never get an anniversary response. All righty. Spiritual birthdays! I thought, Brother Mike, that's not fair. I seen you twitch over there. You got me almost excited. No spiritual birthdays. Amen. Okay, Brother Mike Henry, since you twitched and got me, you can stand and pray for us, okay?
we'll sing that song again. We'll work on it some more. And uh, so we'll just, uh, just keep right on plugging, okay, until we get it down real good. Page 45, everyone. Uh, there's power in the blood. Remember how we sing this song? Power, 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 power. Okay. Everyone standing. Page number 45. Won't you be free? Burn on a sin. There's power in the blood. Power in the blood. Would you are evil? Victory win. There's wonderful power in the blood. There's power, 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 wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There's power, 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 wonder-working power, precious blood of the Lamb. Would you be free? Passion and pride, there's power in the blood, power in the blood. Come for cleansing, Calvary's died, there's wonderful power in the blood. There's power, 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 wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There's power, 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 wonder-working power. Precious blood of the Lamb Would you be whiter, much whiter than snow There's power in the blood, power in the blood Sin stains are lost, life-giving flow There's wonderful power in the blood There's power, 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 power Wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb Power, precious blood of the Lamb. Would you just turn this for Jesus, your King? There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Would you live daily as praises to sing? There's wonderful power in the blood. There's power, 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 wonder working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, 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 wonder working power, precious blood of the Lamb. All right, good, powerful blood. All right, be seated. This has the men to come forward now. Right. Okay. W.A. Lee, sir. Father, we thank you again for another beautiful day. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving us the opportunity to be in your house today, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we pray for the people here. Heavenly Father, we pray for our <coughs> pray for the people in our church, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we thank you for a good day yesterday, Heavenly Father. All the ones that showed up, mm. all the work of Heavenly Father did a great job. Heavenly Father, we pray for all the sick and shutting in Heavenly Father. You mentioned this morning. Heavenly Father, we pray for our pastor as uh, he brings your message to us. Heavenly Father, that we would take this to heart. Heavenly mm. Father, mm. we pray for the offering that we can heal. Thank you for all the blessings you bestow upon us. Yes, Heavenly Father, we love you. Love you, love you, love you. We pray that you keep your name. Amen. Amen. 
93 Heavenly Sunlight 93 Everyone's getting the song book We're going to all sing Okay, everybody standing 93 Walking in sunlight All of my journey over the mountain, through the deep vale, Jesus has said, I'll never forsake thee. Promise divine that never can fail. Heavenly sunlight, heavenly sunlight, flooding my soul with glory divine. Hallelujah, I am rejoicing, singing His praises, Jesus is mine. Shadows around me, shadows above me, never conceal my Savior and God. Light in heaven's no darkness, ever I'm walking close to His side. Heaven is sunlight, heaven is sunlight, flooding my soul with glory divine. Hallelujah, I am rejoicing, singing His praises, Jesus is mine. In the bright sunlight, ever rejoicing, pressing my way to mansions above, singing His praises. Walking in sunlight, sunlight above, heavenly sunlight, heavenly sunlight, flooding my soul with glory divine. Hallelujah, I am rejoicing, singing His praises, Jesus is mine. Thank you. Good singing today, folks. Appreciate it.
That sounds like something Brother Pruitt would ask. Well, first of all, Brother Mike Kendrick would never say something like that. And unfortunately, it sounds like Brother Dabs has been hanging around Brother Pruitt too long. But if he wants to walk through with his picture, we'll let him walk through with his picture. If that will make him happy, that's no problem. Brother Dabs, go ahead and bring your picture if you want to, brother. Okay. Well, there has to be a car to win a trophy. Who likes Dairy Queen? All right, y'all show up and find out what's going on. There you go. How's that? All you that raise your hands, go to Dairy Queen, get you an ice cream, and while you're eating ice cream, talk to them and find out the information. Sing your song. And we like the Denver shirt. Mike is going to do it. Mike is going to do it. Mike is we're going to sing a song that goes with our Bible school from yesterday. And uh, with Jeff back there, he's, he's happy to be out of jail. He's free. See, he had a little sniffle, some problems this morning. I said, a little, damp, a little cool and damp in that jail cell he was in yesterday. But it's got a feeling the effects of that. Yeah, yeah. The preacher, too, you know, both of them was in there. We got a song here. It's called I'm Free. <clears throat> We're bound, we're bound, we're bound to change the scene. But he's made us free indeed. Okay. So long I've searched for life's meaning, enslaved by the world and by the green. Then the door of my prison was opened by love, for the ransom was. Pain, I was freed. I'm free from the fear of tomorrow. I'm free from the guilt of the past. For I've traded my shackles for a glorious song. I'm free, praise the Lord, free at last. I'm free from the guilt that I carried. From the dull, empty life I'm set free. For when I met Jesus, He made me complete. He forgot the foolish man I used to be. I'm free from the fear of tomorrow. I'm free from the guilt of the past. I've traded my shackles 
for a glorious song, and free, praise the Lord, free at last. Amen. Isn't it good to know that when you got saved by the grace of God, that He set us free? Amen. Amen. I'm glad that I don't have that to worry about in my life. I got enough stuff to worry about. Number one, making sure I got enough cat food for Sammy. Not this Sammy, our Sammy. He gets righteously in, well, this isn't a good statement either. He gets righteously indignant when he gets hungry. So, so see, Brother Sam does too. So uh, y'all will get along pretty good, Brother Sammy. Yeah. So Sammy the cat, outside cat, he uh, is a very, I don't know, he's kind of casual. And then as, since we moved there, he was, he was there when we moved in, and I don't know, he's kind of took root now because he finds that he don't have to hunt and scrounge and everything like that. Mama always puts a little food out for him and everything like that. Now he just thinks he's a glorified lap cat. But uh, anyway, you know, um, yesterday, and I've been watching this and everything, you know, and all, and then, and y'all can be making your way to uh, Philippians chapter four, and I'm noticing, I'm noticing in Washington that there's this big movement that's going on that they're wanting to play games with people's minds. And, and Philippians chapter 4 gives us some uh, things there that we need to be looking out for. And the, the big thing that's going on right now, I don't know if any of y'all have noticed, but have you noticed that gas and diesel fuel prices are going back up? And do you remember uh, two and a half weeks ago, almost three weeks ago, matter of fact, tomorrow will be three weeks ago, uh, a comment was made on national TV that there was going to be a shortage of diesel fuel in the United States, but don't fret. We're working on this diligently where it won't be a problem. At that point, going back to tomorrow, three weeks ago, there was no shortage have never been no shortage of diesel fuel nor gasoline in the United States. Okay? All it took was for the big three, ExxonMobil, Shell, and uh, Chevron, it took, all it took was for them to hear that and, all right, have you noticed now all your gasoline and everything has gone up steadily since then? To the point now, at the pump, you're seeing five and ten cent jumps but see, I, I don't see that. I see it at the rack, and the rack prices are going up by the average of one to three cents a day. Okay? What does that equate to? Playing mind games. Okay? Remember several years ago, well, it was several years ago, they said that there was going to be a shortage of toilet paper. There was never a shortage of toilet paper. There just weren't nobody working to haul it. Amen? I don't, uh, like I said, now it got tight, but I don't believe nobody, I didn't have nothing to wipe. Y'all say amen. <laughs> All right. So we've got it established that things are what we see 
And what we hear is how people react. Amen? Because, see, that's what I've been trying to, to convey for the last several weeks. If it comes up in here, it doesn't have to come out the pie hole. Because of the fact, see, when a person says something, they can't get those words back because they're said. And then number two, it plays mind games with the person that hear it. They take it and it can be taken several ways. I know a lot of people find me offensive because of the fact I'm dry and sarcastic. It's the only thing that keeps me sane is my sarcasm. So see, the thing is, is this, see, and that's why people, you know, you know they, they get offended and all this stuff right here. Oh, I'm a mean pastor. I'm not caring. I'm hard-hearted. I'm going back to my mama now. But anyway, but see, the thing is, though, the church mind games and the mind, the mind is a very complex thing. All 12 major nerve endings in the body start at the brain. And then from there it's distributed through the body. It's believed that in the brain itself, they don't have an actual count because there's no way to actually count all of them, but it's believed there's like over 350,000 nerve endings are in the brain. So it's a very complex thing. If I to ask you this morning, because y'all heard me say this this morning, but I was in a new congregation somewhere and asked you to hold up a re your red Bible, what would you do? Y'all would. But see, here's the thing, though. Most people would think I was saying R-E-D when I'm, I was actually saying R-E-A-D. See, the word read and the word red and the word red all have the same pronunciation. Read and read and red. There's no other way to say those last two. But see, the thing of it is this, though. The mind triggers things. Have you ever noticed that sometimes you get a text or maybe an a email and there's a word missing, and when you go to read it, the word fills in, even though when you go back and look at it, the word is missing? Okay. I'll give you a prime example. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. There's a word missing. Let me go back and help you out. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Notice that it says, now the God hope. So see... Our mind fills that in because it's so complex. See, and that's what I want to convey today. And if I put, and I put a title to this message, when we think, how are we thinking? Because the mind. Go back to what I said, and look, now, uh, it's, and I've said this before, and most of you in here has heard me say it, it doesn't take very long to put together a sermon to rip your world apart. You're right, yeah. Your faults, your 
failed, failed, uh, failures and all these different things and all, I can just rip them out. Because of the fact, why? Well, none of us are perfect. But to get a sermon that is, number one, got some depth and got something, something you can chew on, takes hours, sometimes days, weeks. Now, but see, the thing of it is this, the mind. The attention span of the average adult in, the, in, in America today, and I'm picking on the 45 to 55 age bracket. Are you ready for this? This is sad. Two hours and five minutes. Okay, let's dial it in. My age group, 56 to 66. One hour and 20 minutes attention span. Okay, that attention span in that age group is actually shorter than most television movies. Oh, wait a minute. If we go up with that, it, gets, it keeps getting shorter. Yeah. So see, it's all a part of the mind because the mind is telling Brother Sammy, I'm hungry. Are you? So you're saying that if I don't eat at 12.02 every day, then I'm going to starve to death. No, your body's got used to that, and it's saying, hey, it's time for me to eat. Trigger, 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 trigger. See? So that's why. Now, let's stop and let's go backwards a minute. I started out at the 45, the, the, the 55, okay? Let's take it backwards, okay? Let's go and let's get into the, the 45, the 35 group, okay, going backwards. One hour. Okay, go backwards one more. 45 minutes is their attention span. So see, now church, with the mind being this complex, you've got to think to yourself, why am I allowing this to happen? How is this happening to me? You get some people to get righteously indignant when you ask them to do something in the church. Why? Because it requires time. It requires time that they don't have because their mind won't allow them to have that time. Philippians chapter 4, verse number 6 is where we'll pick it up and we'll come into it. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your, let your requests be made known unto God. Very familiar passage there, isn't it? And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Look at this next verse, verse number 8. Finally, brethren, 
Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if any there, it says that if, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do. Period. In my Bible, it has a period behind it. And then it's got, and the God of peace shall be with you. Father, lead God in direct now. As we look at what we are, what we should think and how, help us, Lord, to realize that it's all about you, not about us. It's not about the things of the world. It's all about you. And, Lord, we'll give you praise, honor, and glory for it. And it's in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Everything that I said, well, those were my opening comments. But this, what I want to go before I start with these, these points is, this is why the devil loves to get everything messed up on our minds and our thinking. Because he knows that if he can take something that somebody says and twist it, that people will take it and run with it. And they run with it the wrong way. Let's go back in time. Let's go back to a year ago. I'm going to hit this now. Lord never gave me the green light to hit it. It was going all around the church, Brother Sam. Pastor slammed his door to his office. End quote. But the heathen never said why Pastor slammed the door to his office was because pastor was jumped in the hallway we're getting ready to go on visitation by two belligerent idiots who took something out of context by a bill that came in that nobody had any control over and decided that they were going to land blast me. Two things could have happened. One, I could have been in jail. Two, go in the office and close the door, and I did, for their personal safety. But Brother W.A., guess what? Nobody in this building ever came to me and asked why I went in the office and slammed the door. You listen to what was told, and your mind said, well, that's how he is. What does the Bible say? Hold on. We're getting ready to go there. The Bible tells us that when we think, it tells us, finally, brethren, what, this is what we're to think on. Think on things that are true. We need to start searching for the truth. 
Fox News is not the truth. NBC News is not the truth. Out of people's mouths that have no idea what goes on inside of the four walls of of the church is not the truth. We should focus on what is true. What's true? The Word of God. The Word of God is true from Genesis to Revelation. Every jot, every tittle has a meaning in the King James Bible. The Bible tells us plainly, Jesus spoke these words in John 17, 17. It plainly says, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Focus on the things there. I'm glad that I can always count on my King James Bible to give me an answer, Brother Sammy, when, look, it may not be in the same words that I use, but it's in that Bible and it gives the answer that I'm looking for. What are you saying? Well, sometimes, sometimes sin isn't always called sin in the King James Bible. How about iniquity? See, that wording changed, but it's got the same meaning. Amen. I'm glad, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to stick with the book. Amen. And I'm, and I'm going to let my mind tell me from the book which way I should go because the book is not going to lie. That's God's Word. Amen. So I'll just stick with the book. Number two, we need to think on things that are honest. We just listened to the Sunday school message here just a minute ago, and I think about them brothers of Joseph. Sold him into slavery. Now let me just say that my mind tells me right here, this mind's telling me that if I was Joseph, when they come showing up at my house, asking for something to eat after they put me in a hole, sold me, told my daddy that I was attacked by an animal and was dead, let me tell you, I know what I'd have given them. The boot out the door. But see, that's not what God's plan was. Joseph was that witness. Think about the credibility that them youngins had when they got back later on in that verses you were talking about, the credibility they had when they told their daddy that, hey, Joseph's coming. He didn't want to believe the truth because he believed the lie was said. But think about this right here. The lie, look, he believed the lie because the lie looked real. Amen? You know why the $2 bill never took off in America? Even though it's a federal currency, nobody didn't believe it was real. Everybody believed it was, it was counterfeit, so they wouldn't take them. The Susan, how about the Susan B. Anthony dollar? It was so close to a 50-cent piece, nobody wanted to take, believe it. It was a dollar. Oh, well, you ain't got time to check that. That takes up too much time at the cash register. Bless God, that ain't even open. Y'all get that in a minute. So think about it. We need to have a good report. I talked to a man the other day that was over in the, over on the, it was in between Roxborough and uh, I think it was Hurdle Mills. That's out, that, out this way. And so we were talking and everything about all this right here. And I said, well, let me ask you a question. Do you know a gentleman by the name of W.A. Long? Yes, I do. I said, tell me about him. How do you know him? I said, well, I know him pretty good. You know, I said, he seems to be a really nice guy. 
He said, you won't find a man that walks this earth any finer than what he is. Yep. That's what he said. And then he said, Well, I got a question. He said, You won't, you just, that, that's the name in the, that, you know. And I said, Well, he's from this area over here, you know, grew traipsed around all over this area. Just wanted to know if you knew him. And he said, uh, Yeah. He said, Yeah. He said it the second time. You can't find no finer a man. And he said, That boy of his can knock a softball a half a country mile. I said, I never heard that. I heard he was a good softball player, though. And he said, yeah. And he looked at me and said, how do you know him? And I said, well, he's the deacon of my church. He said, you can't get nobody no better. He says, if I went to church, he'd be a deacon in mine. What he said. And I invited him to church. When, you know, that's a long drive, but still. But I also gave him a local church over there. It's a good, solid church. So, see, having a good name, having an honest name, see, that, may, that, that right there means a lot. We need to be honest and upfront in everything that we do. Christian men and women should always be known for their honesty because honesty gives a solid testimony. Amen. What does the Bible say about, about this? Proverbs 12, 22. Lying lips are abomination to the Lord, but they that deal truly are His delight. My friend, it don't cost you an ounce to be truthful and upfront with all things. Amen? That's what God wants us to be. Number three, we need to be thinking on things that are just. Mm. When translated, you know what the word just means? Righteous. We need to be, look, righteous. I'm not talking about puffed up, being all full of yourself, strutting around like a Christmas turkey or whatever, because we all know what happens to the Christmas turkey. <laughs> yeah, see, I, that's the reason I say you don't want to be the Christmas turkey with strutting around. Amen? I seen a thing on Facebook the other day that I laughed at and I still chuckle at it every time I think about it. There's a turkey walking around out in the, out there with all the other turkeys and that one looks at him and says, how long are you going to wear that ghost outfit? He says, until you're on the table at Thanksgiving. Now the ghost, you are, now you had to visualize the tail feathers and all this stuff with him. It was hysterical, you know. And you can see it up there, you know, his head and all like a turkey is and everything out there. And he says that with that ghost outfit. He said, hey, you were on the table at Thanksgiving. I thought I'd die. I still laugh about that. But see, the thing is, righteous. We need to, we don't need to be, we don't need to be self-righteous. We need to be righteous. We need to have our, our thought process like we're in tune with God, thinking on things that are righteous. The Word of God. Trying to find good. And look here, if you want bad, the only thing that you've got to do, if you're looking for somebody that's got faults or whatever, look behind the pulpit. I ain't no perfect pastor. I never claim to be, amen. I'm in the flesh just like y'all, but let me tell you this right here. I look for things that are good, and I look at and look. If you study the Bible, it will teach you how to think on things that are righteous. And that's what we need to do. We need to be making sound judgments by being in tune with the Lord. How we live our lives is being is is being righteous. Amen. Micah chapter number six and verse eight, he said, He have showed thee, O man, what is good. And what doth the Lord require of thee but to do justly, 
and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. That's all that He's requiring of us. Hey, and look, it's to do these things. And see, these things that He's telling Micah right here are the same things that we can live by today. You know what the problem is why we're not living that way today? It's because of the fact we're thinking on the wrong things. I've said this before and I'll say it again. It's worthy of saying. And that is... You can't change history, it's documented, but you can alter the future. So just start altering the future, amen? Number four, think on things that are pure and lovely. Amen? I'll go ahead and say this, there's not much purity in this world today that we live in. No matter what we get involved with, it winds up being false and impure, no matter what it is. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. I am not a fan of country music. I am not. But what I am seeing from one Jason Aldean, I will salute that young man. Let me just say this. Now, Brother Sammy, everybody's going to take this and they're going to run with it. I really don't care. This young man has got a mouth... That is just as nasty as a hog pen. I do not like the music, but he is making a statement, and the statement that he is making, try that in a small town, is the truth. And let me just say this right here. This young man has now sued The View for $50 million for the lie that they have told, and he's also suing CMT for $50 million for the lie that they have told, stand for truth. Amen? You're saying, well, preacher, I never thought that. No, I'm going to be honest with you. I kept seeing all this uproar and everything. So I asked, now my son knows everything twice. So I called my son and he he informed me. And he says, Daddy, I'm going to be honest with you. He says, I know that you don't uh, approve of country music or anything like that. He says, I know that. And he says, and I am not telling you what to or what not to do, but he says, I asked you to watch that video. And he sent me the link and so and everything. And, and so Cheryl and I watched it. I don't agree with the music. I don't agree with the language and everything like that. But what I saw in that video, he was making a statement for truth and right. And now he's being persecuted for it. And see, that's not right. The Word of God says that's not right. You're saying, well, you endorse that. No, I'm not. I'm bringing it to your attention. Amen? You make your own. I'm not endorsing nothing. And my endorsement goes with the King James Bible, goes with the old-fashioned music here. That's where I stay. But see, like this right here, when somebody's trying to do something right and they're persecuted falsely, I'm going to go ahead and tell you something. They got my attention then. I don't care. I don't care what type of, uh, uh, what they're involved with or whatever. If they're standing for truth and right, and that's what he's doing. I do, this, now, let me just say this right here. Brother Sammy, $50 million to Jason Aldean is like $500 to you and me. That money that he is suing them for, he don't need. It's nothing. So, but, I, but I will tell you this, it does make a statement when you have to write, when you have to stroke a check for $50 million. Amen? Mm. Let me just go ahead and let me go ahead and clear the air on that. Fifty million. Now look here. 
$50 million I'm seeing that house over there bought, paid for, remodeled. I'm talking about, and it's used for God's glory. Y'all say amen. I'm talking about $50 million after we get through with that. We renovate our uh, the whole inside of our sanctuary. And then what we do, we be a blessing to our, our, our missionaries and give them something that they need. Amen. That's what I'm talking $50 million would do here inside a community Baptist church. Amen. But see, let's move on. What does the Bible say about, the, on, about thinking on these things? The Bible says in Psalms, uh, David says here in Psalms 51.10, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. If, we will, if we'll be on this, if we'll be pure and we'll be lovely and we start thinking on these things and ask God to create this in us, think about the change that we could do not only here in Danville, but in Pennsylvania County for the glory of the Lord. But for us to get there, our thinking and our mind process has to change. It's got to change. Number five, things that are of good report. Simply having a good name for yourself. Around, uh, around this town, you mentioned uh, Community Baptist Church, and the first thing comes out of it. I church old Mike Kendrick goes to. How's old Mike doing? Is he doing good? Yeah. Yeah, you can't get no, he's a good guy. Yeah, go out to eat with Brother Mike one time. You can't eat. <laughs> Only thing he ain't doing is getting up and going kissing babies. It's hysterical to go eat with. We went out to lunch that day over yonder at the Western Sizzler. We out at our table waiting on our food to hear Brother Mike. Hey, man. How you doing? Good, good. Well, how you been doing? Yeah. I'm saying to myself, is there anybody he don't know? It's a, it was amazing. But see, the thing is, and then I got to thinking about this when I, when I, I pinned this down, having a good report. I, there's several people inside to, uh, to go to church here to have good report. You think about, if you don't believe it, call tomorrow morning, call over to Dotson Pest Control and mention the name of Joseph Dabbs. Oh, we love Brother Dabs. He's just a fine man. We know him well. Now, this lady, and let me just step over here and say this because she said, yes, we know Brother Dabs and we know him well. I don't know in what way. I couldn't see her face. I didn't know she was doing this right here with the phone saying it or she was like, oh, Brother Dabs. <laughs> but they know him. Amen? Now think about that. They said the one a while ago with Brother W.A. I talked, let me go ahead and share this one. I, I, I got a, the, one of the first customers that I picked up over in the Roxborough area. Gentleman by the name of Mr. Stone is his name. I won't call his first name because I you know, don't know about on Facebook, you know, if he want that. But uh, I told you about that. They played ball together, evidently, back in the day. He looked at me and grinned and said, I ain't heard that name in years. He said, don't that boy of his work out that, uh, the power plant? I said, yes, sir. And I told him what all he was doing and everything like that and all. And he said, man, that's been a long time ago. He was a good guy. He's a good guy. I said, well, if you don't mind, I said, will you quit saying was? And he, he looked at me. He looked at me and said, 
he ain't dead? And I said, no, <laughs> I don't want him that way. And he said, okay. So, but, but yeah, but see, that's the thing. Having a good name, it, it, look, a good name and a good report and all these things, it goes through generations. It keeps right on going. Proverbs 22.1 says this, a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. Think about that right there, church, having a good name. Brother Sam there's got a good name. I know people that's told me about Brother Sam, everything. And see, that's a blessing. That, that's, that is a testimony not only to the person but to the church. Amen? That's what I'm talking about, church. The last thing here we need to think on. Think on uh, and, and, and find virtue. Simply having moral, that's what this means, moral excellence. I'm glad that we ain't got some stinking pervert here or something like that because I wouldn't. Look, we had one here. I got rid of that. Yeah, everybody come up to me. Well, I can't believe he's not here anymore. What did you do to him? I never did say nothing. But I'm going to tell you something. When I stepped out, I didn't like what I seen. When I came out of the office and stepped in between him and what he was a follower, and I told him, I said, I don't know what you're doing. I don't like it. And I said, I'm going to tell you something. And I made it clear. I said, if your mind is taking you to do something, I looked at him and I told him, I said, it'll end in a bad way for you here. And I said, the best thing for you to do is get your stuff and hit the highway. Now he's some other church's problem. Y'all going to like this. I seen him right up here on 41 at Village having lunch with all my family was there. Y'all remember when they were all here. Gray and Elizabeth, Tyler and baby. He saw me. I thought he was going to choke on his sandwich. <laughs> but I promise you this. None of our youngins got messed up by it. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. We need to think on these things. The Bible says, "Stay says have your mind fixed on these things. Moral excellence is not just something that's it's a daily growth in the Lord. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth again, John 17, 17. This is why we need to find virtue in things and stay with those things. And let me tell you something. Nothing gives any more good virtue than the good old-fashioned King James. Amen. Amen. For years and years and years, sin kept me from it, but now the old book keeps me from sin. Amen. So the question is this, comes up in closing. So why do I need to think like this? Why should my mind be Christ-centered all the time? Because now we're going to get the answer. Look at verse number 9 again. Those things which ye have learned... That means you've already seen it. You've already been a part of it. And something took root in you. Then it goes on to say, and receive. 
That means that you did something with it when you heard it. More than just learned it, you took it and applied it to your life so that way you will have it with you always. Then it goes on to say in verse number 9, and heard. That means you've heard it and 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 you've heard it over again. It was instilled deep in your heart. Yeah, you're right, bro. Then it goes on to say that after you've done the learning and all these things here and receiving and then you've heard it and it says, and seeing who? Me. He ain't talking, the Apostle Paul here ain't talking about him at the church of Philippi. He's talking about God working in him as a person. The only way, church, the only way that you can have this mindset is to be Christ-like, which is the definition of what? A Christian. Then it goes on to say, dude, the Bible's written for you. The Bible's written to you. Look at how this is written. He, God ain't saying, hey, look, would you please consider doing this for my name's sake? He's telling us to do it. But hold on a minute. It goes further with the answer why we should be this way. Look at what it says. And the God of peace, if we'll do all these things, then the God of peace shall be with you. He's saying, look, all we got to do is follow some basic instructions on how to think in verse number 8, and then follow some basic instructions on how to apply it to our lives in verse number 9, and do it, and the God of peace is going to be with us. We need to apply this to our hearts and to our minds. Church is not a place that we go. It's a place that we get to go to. It's a privilege. Oh, I have to go to church tomorrow. I can't go to the race. If you feel that way, then you're missing the blessings. Somebody asked me, said, where are you going to be tomorrow? I'm going to say, I get to go to church. Yeah, I get to go to church. To me, coming to the house of God is an is a privilege. I get to go to the house of the Lord. Amen. So, church, I leave you with this fault on having a clean mind. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, there's no way for you to have a clean mind. You'll never have a clean mind. The Bible records that no unclean thing will enter into heaven. It ain't going to happen. You know why? Because of, because of this. Because it, it's, it's unclean. That little boy asked me yesterday, he said, hey, he said Preacher, can we have, can we have this, uh, this vacation Bible school next week? <laughs> no, we... We'll have another one in the wintertime. We'll do our winter VBS again. He said, well, I want to come. I said, well, I, did you fill out a form up front when you registered? Yeah. I said, okay. He said, man, I sure wish I could get my parents to come tomorrow. Wow. 
I felt like somebody took this necktie and choked me. Yeah. Wanted to come today. Mm. And I told him, I said, look, I said, the information you got in your bag, it's got my phone number. Call me. I said, have your parents call me. I said, I'll pick you up. I ain't no problem. I said, I'd be glad to. I got plenty of room. I drive a Toyota. Now, if we were driving a General Motors product, you know, we'll probably have to get a little help there on that, on that much. <laughs> no, this just, let me just say this right here, though, but think about it, though. Things that are pure, that kid was had the pure in heart asking to come to church. So we need to think on those things. Think on those things. Think on those things. Quit getting bogged down with the things that have no control. And let's get, let's get focused on what God has for us. Amen? The mind is such a complex thing. And with our mind being so complex and everything, I know, and, I, and I know there's lots of things that are going on in our world today. But let me just say this right here. You can't change none of them. The old songwriter wrote those, those words. Cast your eyes upon Jesus. Why don't we just start looking into Jesus' lovely face? Let's just see what Jesus has got in store. Amen? And I promise you this. The things, if you'll do that, the things of this earth will grow strangely dim. They will start growing strangely dim. If you'll just open up your mind to the good things and say, you know what? When somebody... Come here, Brother Pruitt. Don't, you come over here. I, you, ain't, you won't have to misbehave. When they start whispering to you about all the bad things that the preacher does down at the church, all this stuff right here, just look at them and say, no, I'm not going to listen to that mess. You don't go there. So what the devil do you have the right to talk about him for? That's right, bro. Amen. 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 Thank you, bro. Maybe, maybe, come here, bro. How about this? When I hear, Brother Pruitt killed that bird on the front porch and stuffed it because he starved it to death. I'm going to say, no, that bird was already dead when he got it. It's his plastic bird that sits on his front porch. Instead of ripping somebody apart, why don't you defend them? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Pruitt. Amen. A lot of time, what people see ain't what people... Come here, Brother Pruitt. I'm just... <laughs> but see, the thing is the thing is this. When you start hearing the bad, if you shut it off and just look at them and say, I don't want to hear it, I'm not going to be a part of it because my mind is set on things above. Just turn it off. 
I'm going to be honest with you. When you tell somebody to shut up, you don't want to hear it. Normally that gets the results that you want pretty quick. It just tells them where your stand is and say, look, that's it. Don't, I'm not going there. Amen. And, and, and like those people on it, look, I don't care about some ointment in China when they call my phone. I don't care about it. No, I'm not interested. Hang up. Most of the time, they don't even get that. Most of the time, I tell you what to do. Wait today, a real person answered, then hang up. That really gets them. Think on the things above. Because I promise you this, if you start looking at faults, you're going to find faults. You're going to start looking for bad. You're going to find bad. You're going to find things that ain't pleasant. You know, you're going to find things that ain't pleasant. But I promise you this, brother, when you start looking for things that are good, you start feeling them prayers from heaven. Right, brother. Amen. 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 Good preaching, brother. You start feeling them prayers from heaven. That's good. And them windows, you get to listening in there when you're driving down the road and them windows are rattling. And you feel them goosebumps all over your arms and back and stuff like that. And you say, man, somebody's praying. Somebody's praying. You know why? It's because they're thinking on things above. When our mind gets focused on things above, let me just say this. Everything has a whole new look. It ain't that bad to begin with. Amen? It's a church. Let me just ask you. Where's your mind? Every head bowed. Every eye closed. Preacher, pray for me. I want to fix my mind. I want to fix my mind. Well, good. Preacher, pray for me. Anybody at all. Amen. Amen. Well, look here. Let me just say this. There's an old-fashioned altar that is here that is ready to alter your mind. If you'll come, and number two, when you bring it to the altar, leave it there. Maybe you're here and you say, hey, preacher, I'm lost and I need to be saved. Okay? Just simply let, raise your hand and let, and let me know. Hey, preacher, I'm lost. I need, to be, I need to be saved. Anybody at all? How about at Facebook? How about at Facebook? I'm lost and I need to be saved. Well, you got the email address, preacherray1611 at gmail.com. Send me that email that you accepted Christ. You got to A, accept, B, believe, and C, call on Him. Romans 10, 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Is that you? Let me just say this this morning. What's your mind? What's your mind on? Father, you've seen the ones that come. You've seen the ones that raised hands. Oh, Father God, Help them, Lord, to be focused on you and the things that are above because they are so much better than what's in this world we have right now. Lord Jesus, I've not seen heaven. I've just seen the descriptions you've given in your words and I can't imagine the beauty thereof. Help us, dear Lord, to be focused on you and you alone. And Lord... When we look at your face, 
Everything in this world is going to go so strangely dim. And Lord, when we search ourselves, everything's going to just be way behind because, Lord, nothing's better than you. Lord, I love you so much, and I thank you so much. Thank you for the altar where it's altering people's lives. May the altar never lose its power. And Lord, we know that you will never lose your power. You're almighty. You're God. And I thank you for that. And see in your name I pray.